Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshibar Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible service every Wednesday. Actually, every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can get them on Facebook, YouTube, and website comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Standing at a crossroads. What do you do? Real sweet. When a fork is in the road. When the world is on your shoulders. When your back is up against the wall. Come on. What do you do? You hold on and keep the faith. Tell somebody on your road, say, come on, tell somebody sitting around you, keep the faith. Encourage somebody else. Keep the faith. Come on, where do you look? When there's nowhere else to look. Where do you turn? When there's nowhere else to turn. Where do you go? When there's nowhere else to go. What do you do? When there's nothing else to do. You got to remember, you're in the master's hand. And the master has a plan. So hold on. Hold on. And keep the faith.
Hallelujah. Keep the faith. Says, what shall you do when you have nowhere else to turn? When your back is up against the wall? Who do you turn to? Who do you call on? Keep the faith. Hold on. Be strong. The faith. So it 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 almost sounds like that. Faith. It's something physical. Keep it. Hold on to it. Don't let it go. But it's not in our physical strength. For the weapons of our warfare, they're not physical. But they're spiritual. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. But it's not in the physical. So we don't have to do anything physically. We don't have to wear ourselves out physically. But trust and believe And know that because God said it, he would do it. Keeping the faith. That's holding on. That's not letting go. Because God said it. He would do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We got one birthday coming up this week. March the 7th. That's yours truly. That's that's, that's my, my natural birthday. The day I was born into this world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then we have a few more that coming up. March is full of birthdays in our family. I'm going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Genesis. Genesis. The 22nd chapter. I'm going to be reading verses 13 and 14. Genesis, the 22nd chapter. Reading verses 13 and 14. And it reads, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, behind him, a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. I'm going to read it again, verse 13. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. 
And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. The title of the message this morning is A Ram in a Bush. A Ram in a Bush. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down a rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us, keeping us in their care, God. Watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Protecting us from all harm and danger. And Father, thank you for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for your new mercies that came with this day, Father. Your all-sufficient grace, God. Hallelujah. And Father, thank you for your word. Your word that saves. Your word that heals. Your word that delivers. Your word that sets free, Father. All those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap for us, Father, to live a sinless life, God, and to take the sins of the world to the cross, to be sacrificed, to be crucified, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. But he went on a mission, Father, to take the keys of hell from Satan. Stripping him of all of his power. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day. With all power in his hands. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Giving us the victory. Hallelujah. Giving us access to you, Father. you for Holy Spirit, Father, for sending him to be our teacher, our guide, our comforter. Thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father. Hallelujah. The creator of all things. Thank you for considering us, Father, for creating us, for calling us your own. And now, fathers, we receive your word. Help us to apply it to our lives, to make it personal, Father. That we may keep the faith. Keep holding on. Hallelujah. Not letting go of your word. But standing on it. Trusting in it. Believing in it. And knowing that because you said it, you will do it. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. A ram in a bush. We're going to look at this this passage. We're going to start at the beginning. Of the 22nd chapter. Start at verse 1. And it reads. And it came to pass. After these things. That God did tempt. Abraham. And said unto him. Abraham. And he said behold. Here I am. Now that word tempt. It means to be tested. So God tested Abraham. 
he 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 wanted to prove something to him. That's a word right there. God tests us so that he can prove to us that he would do what he said. Say that again. God tests us so he can prove to us that he would do what he said. So the question is, what did he say? If he said it, you can bank on it. If he said it, you can believe it. If he said it, it's already done. Because the promises of God are already yes and amen, already. So if he said it, it's already done. Glory to God. Verse 2 says, and he said, take now thy son only son Isaac whom thou lovest and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I would tell thee of now understand this God gave Abraham a promise That he would bless him with a son. And theologians have said that it took around 25 years for that promise to come to pass. So Abraham had waited around 25 years. And they said in his old age, when Isaac was born. So understand the love that he had for Isaac. That's why, that's why God said, take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac. Now understand that. Isaac really wasn't Abraham's only son because he had a son before Isaac named Ishmael. Isaac was the promised son. God I'm going to say this, but I want us to really understand what I'm saying. When it comes to the promises of God, they're they're already yes and amen. They've already been spoken of by God. So if they've already been spoken by God, They've already come to pass. They may not have been manifested yet, but they've already come to pass. So I I said that to say this. God recognizes his promises. God recognizes his promises. 
So what we have to do, we have to find where God's promises are and remind him of them. See, God, you said this right here. That no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You you said this right here. That all things work together for the good of those that love you. And those that are called according to your purpose. See God, you said right here that. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Those, those are promises that God has made. And he recognizes those promises. Because he, he, he said, try me. Remind me of my word. And see if I don't do what I said. Glory to God. Listen to that. Now, 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 that's testing our faith. That that's trying to prove to us that if he said it, it's already done. He has to do it. He said, try me. Remind me of my word. If you remind me of my promise, guaranteed, God's promises are guaranteed. Let's look at verse 2 again. It says, and he said, take now thy son Thine only son, Isaac. The only son of the promise or the covenant that he made with Abraham. Then he says, whom thou lovest. Understand the love that he had for him. This is the one whom God has promised. This is the one that I've waited year after year after year. Then he gave him instruction, specific. Instructions. He said, and get thee into a land of Moriah. So he gave him direction. He told him where to go. The land of Moriah. It means all the mountains of Jerusalem. You have Mount Calvary, Mount Zion, the Mount of Olives, Mount Moriah, and others. But he, he, he told him the exact mountain, a specific mountain. To go to and offer him there a burnt offering up on one of the mountains, which I would tell the uh, gave him specific instructions, divine direction. 
And Abraham rose up early in the morning. And saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him. And Isaac his son. And clave the wood for the burnt offering. And rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. So the key is obedience. Key is obedience. Doing what God says. Exactly how he says it. Not only that, when he says it, he's he's given him the what. He told him what to do. Says, take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac. And then he gave him the where. Says, go thee into the land of Moriah. Actually, when, the when is first. Because he said, take now thy son, thine only son. So that's the win. He says, go now. Then he gave him the where. Get thee into the land of Moriah. And then he gave him the what. And offer him there for a burnt offering. So he gave him the wind. He gave him the where. And he gave him the what. So when when, when you have the wind. That, that, that's the appointed time. When you have the, the where, the exact place, and when you have the what, the instructions, when all of those are lined up, that's confirmation. That's your confirmation. When your when, your where, and your what lines up, that's your confirmation. Verse 3 says, and Abraham rose up early in the morning. Early. Didn't waste any time. Then on the third day, well, let's 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 finish this this scripture. Verse 3 says, Abraham rose up early in the morning. And saddled his ass and and took two of his young men with him. And Isaac, his son. And clave the wood for the burnt offering. So he, 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 he gave them specific instructions. He, he, he knew that he was going for a burnt offering. 
So he took what he needed. And rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Something about that third day. Glory to God. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass. And I and the lad, listen to these words. He says, and I and the lad, Isaac, will go yonder and worship. That's what he went to do. He went to worship and come again to you. Now he, he he didn't say that 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 he only he didn't say I would go yonder and worship and and I will come again to you. No, he said he said he said I am the lamb. Both of us, we will go yonder and worship, and we will come again to you. That's faith. That's the evidence of his faith. That, 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 that's knowing who your God is. That That's understanding that No matter what, no matter what, I can trust God. I can believe his word. Verse 6 says, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering. And laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand. And the knife. And they went both of them together. So he was prepared. He was ready. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? See, he, he, he understood what they were going to do. Because he heard his father, he heard he heard his father say, "We're going yonder to worship." And and understand that he that he's 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 seen this done so many times. He's he's seen his father Abraham prepare an offering. So, so he he understood what what the wood was for. He he understood what the the, the fire was for. <clears throat> and he understood what the knife was for. The knife was to sacrifice a lamb. So he asked him. He said. He said, Father, I, I, I see the I see the fire. Fire was what 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 we may call a torch. The wood 
But what? And, and and he didn't say it, but he he also saw the knife. So so he said, "Where's the lamb for a burnt offering?" And Abraham said, "My son, listen to these words." He said, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. That's faith. He said, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So, so he he told him. He said, he said, you 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 don't have to worry about it, son. God and I already handled it. He's he's he, he's already prepared what we need. He's he he's already provided it. it says, and they went both of them together. And they came to the place which God had told him of. That specific place. See, you have to be in the right place at the right time. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. Laid it in order. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't just throw it on an altar. <clears throat> no, he 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 carefully put them one by one, side by side, stacking them on top of each other. Decently and in order. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son. Now imagine that. Imagine how how Isaac felt. Because he understood what they went to do. And 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 Abraham had already told him, God will provide himself a lamb for the burnt offering. So imagine what's going through his mind after the altar was built and after the wood was laid and prepared. And now Abraham is tying him up. But not only that, says, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Can you imagine what's going through his mind? And not only Isaac's mind, but imagine what's going on with Abraham. This this promise. This 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 son that, that he's waited for for so long. Now he has them laid on the altar. Imagine the grief, the pain, the hurt.
but he was still being obedient. It says that Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. What kind of faith is that? See, he stretched forth his hand, so he, he lifted up. Lifted up as, as high as he could lift. So that when he when he came down and the pressure, the force. Because imagine that he 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 didn't want his son to suffer. So 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 he was gonna make sure that he aimed right at the heart. Where it only took one blow. Imagine him, Father, I thank you. Thank you for my son. Thank you for the promise, God. But I'm doing this out of obedience, out of the love that I have for you. And remember what he said. He said, we're going to worship. But we are coming back again. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad. Neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God. Seeing thou hast not withheld thy son. Thine only son from me. So now, God had seen the faith of Abraham, his obedience. Faith and obedience. Faith and obedience. It could have been the title of this message. Faith and obedience. Not only trusting, not only believing. Standing, doing what God said, let's look at some. Let's go to James. James, the first chapter. James, first chapter. Let's start at verse 20. And it reads, But wilt thou know, 
O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. says, by works are men justified, not by faith only. So it's, it's, it's one thing to believe God. One thing to have faith. But it's another thing to do what he said, to, to, to obey him. Faith and obedience. Faith and actually there was I believe I said James first chapter. There was that was James the second chapter. Verses twenty through twenty four. That was James second chapter. Verses 20 through 24. But James 1 and 22. Listen to this. It says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Don't, don't just believe. Don't just say you have faith. But obey his word. Do what it says. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Because if 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 you're only hearing and not doing, then you're deceiving your own self. Faith and obedience. Let's go back to Genesis. Genesis 22. Verse 12, it says. Well, verse 11 says, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know for now I know those are some powerful words. For God to say, now I know that you trust me. Now I know that you believe me. 
Now I know that you will obey me. Says, now I know that thou fearest God. That 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 fear is 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 a reverential fear. Not that 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 he's afraid or, or, or scared of him, but that he reverences him. Act of worship. Obeying God. Is an act of worship. Doing what he says. When he says to do it. Where he says to do it. That's an act of worship. So in this setup. All Abraham was doing was worshiping God. God, you holy. You're awesome. You're mighty. You're worthy. I trust you, God. I I believe your word. I'm standing on your word. I, I know you would do what you said you would do. Act of worship. Verse 13 says, And Abraham lifted up his eyes. And behold, behind him, a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. But the ram didn't just appear. The ram was already there. I'll say that again. The ram was already there. But Abraham was 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 so focused on worshiping God. He was so focused on obeying what God had told him to do. That he didn't recognize. Said Abraham lifted up his eyes. And looked. And when he looked. He saw the ram. Caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram. See, he, he, he recognized what the ram was for. He understood what the ram was for. He knew what the ram was for. And he went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering. In the stead of his son. It represents. What Jesus did for us. Instead. Of us. 
being sacrificed. And, and instead of us being judged, instead of us going to hell, God sent his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is a ram in the bush. Glory to God. Jesus took our place. Instead of us being sacrificed, Jesus went to the cross. It says, and Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. Which means the Lord will provide. Glory to God. As it is said to this day in the mouth of the Lord, it shall be seen. In the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. When your when, your where, and your what lines up, that's confirmation. Hallelujah. That you're in the right place at the right time. For Jehovah Jireh to show up. A ram in a bush. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father, for providing a lamb for us. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to be sacrificed. In our stead. To be offered up. Thank you Father. That because. Of Jesus. We have access. To you. And everything in heaven. You've given us your word. You've given us your promise, God. So we will search out those promises and remind you of what you said. Because we know that is already done. So we won't just believe, but we will also obey. Thank you for providing a ram in a bush. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. A ram in a bush. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.